welcome to the very first episode of Teenage Daydream. Yeah. This is season one, episode one, also known as The Pilot. Woo! Uh, which is why we're also talking about the pilot of the OC. This whole first season is going to be the OC. All four seasons of the OC. Yes. So. Our season is a long season. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we actually just watched it together. Yes, we did. <laughs> and it was so good. It's so it's good. So lived up it to holds everything. up so well, <laughs> and I'm so pleased because I was maybe slightly worried. Yeah, there wasn't a lot that I was like, ooh, two thousand three. No, no, it yeah, was, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's dive into Newport Beach. Give us yes. a little bit of the, the All right. Down. Yeah. So we've got this very first, very first episode <laughs> of a very long season because season one actually had 27 episodes, which is insane. Well, I remember. So like, I so remember when this started because it was the summer that I was living with my grandma. Yes. August In 5th. the super, 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 super small town that she lived in at the time. And I just remember being a thing because there was like, you know, you only got like a couple channels and it was just, I just mm-hmm. remember being a lot of like... The family was over, not to watch the OC, but, like, I just remember, like, everyone was there, and I was like, I'm trying to watch the show, (laughs) and, like, you meet Seth Cohen, and I'm like, who is that? (laughs) Yeah, so it was, yeah, August 5th, 2003, um, which is a weird time for a show to start. It had a huge chunk before the World Series, but I didn't realize there was still so many episodes after the World Series. And this is why the first season of this show always confuses me a lot, because anytime I've rewatched it, which, to be fair, hasn't been for a really long time. Um, I always forget how much happens in season one yeah. because there was that weird, like, mid-season break. Yeah. And so I always just, like, think of it as season two, but no, it was, in fact, just <laughs> one really long season. Uh, but anyway, yeah. that aside, diving into this first episode, uh, at the very top of the episode, Ryan is uh, stealing a car with his brother, Trey. Yeah. Goes to jail, juvie, wherever he yeah. ends like, up. Like, st- I guess, technically juvie because, like, Sandy makes the distinction of, like, your brother's over yes. 18, he's there, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sandy Cohen shows up as his defense lawyer. Yeah. Oh, Sandy. (laughs) Gives Ryan his card when he's leaving, when he sees how absolutely horrible his mother is. Mm -hmm. um, And says, if you need anything, call me. He ends up calling him when his mother kicks him out. Which is when, like, the theme song rolls in. And you don't really know it's the theme song yet. But it's California by Phantom Planet. Yeah. And, like... It just, like, builds up, and he's, like, riding on his BMX oh, bike. Oh, God. Right? And the, like, but also even just, like, the title. The yeah, way that's the, when the, the title, title comes on. on. And it all just looks so very 2003. But it's so good. The whole song's playing the entire car ride from Chino to Newport, which just yeah. gives you this really awesome, like, starting in Chino, which looks, you know, kind of grungy and run down mm-hmm. and slowly getting fancier and fancier as you get out to Newport <laughs> with these giant houses and then like people are windsurfing and <laughs> oh my god and it's great and um yeah Sandy's wife Kirsten is like why are you bringing this kid into my house <laughs> Seth's like oh cool I have a new friend to hang out with <laughs> yeah and you don't even see Seth until like the next morning and it's just yeah. like he's playing video games and like this guy walks in and they're both just like hey yeah hey <laughs> Side note, um, the Cohen's pool house is nicer than my entire apartment. So there's that. (laughs) Good introduction to Newport Beach. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then they go, what what happens after that? Well, the whole episode really kind of lays out. Yeah, well, yeah, as a pilot episode does, right? You get introduced to all the characters. Yeah, because it, you know, showed Marissa and Ryan. Oh, yes, their meet cute, which we really need to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) 
Marissa. <sighs> well, okay, ev- okay, everything about the way they meet is hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, first of all, he's putting on, Ryan's putting on this, like, trying to be, like, super cool super guy, badass. Cool. James like, Dean, yeah, bad guy, yes, like... exactly. And it's really <laughs> funny. But also, um, he's smoking and lights Marissa's cigarette for her, which, as we discovered, was a surprise that the network allowed this at all. Because I was surprised to see them smoking in the first place. I was like, yeah, I don't think they're allowed with, to do that yeah. anymore. It ends up being like, that's the only actual time that you see them smoking through the entire series. Yeah. But it's just supposed to, like, show, that, okay, like, they're, like, the bad kids. They rebel. They do stuff. I'm assuming it's also supposed to a little bit harken back to that old school movie of, like, the guy lighting the girl's cigarette yeah. and being that kind of, you know, setting up the, the yeah. sexual tension between them. Well, yeah, and then Marissa's like, who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Oh, God, what a line. <laughs> Jesus. And he's just like pure like Ryan Atwood eyes. Oh, God. Which like if you've seen the show, you know what Ryan Atwood eyes means the I whole love, time. I love him the so much. I know. Shout out to Benjamin McKenzie. I love him so much. <laughs> but yeah, we literally get introduced to like all the characters. Because then right yeah. after that, Luke comes up in his giant Ugh, ridiculous truck. Ridiculous truck. Just kind of showing exactly who he oh, is. Oh, looking so douchey. Yeah, you see... You meet all the Coopers. Yep. And there's clearly, like, something clearly going, on with, going on with Jimmy. with Jimmy and finances. Uh, What's-her-face, the mom? Julie. Julie. Julie is very Who's Julie. In her, like... Pink velour tracksuit. Pink velour tracksuit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, 2003. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the the little sister who's... Who is Shailene Woodley? I've... What? I feel like I just didn't even realize that, to be fair, as discussed in the other podcast and things like Divergent. I don't like her as an actress. But also, she would have been like, what, 12? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, t- unrecognizable to the point that I was looking at her, being like, I know this actress from something. Who is she? But I could yeah. not place her as Shailene Woodley until oh. I looked it up. And even then, like, when you said that, I was still like, what? Right? Okay. Shannon, maybe? We meet Summer, who obviously yes, ends do. up being like a huge thing yeah. with Seth, and she's kind of, I mean, she wasn't meant to be a main character, but it's kind of a good introduction to her, I think, as well, just as a totally. and she's, typical I mean, California party girl. She's very much introduced in that kind of way of being like, you know, the ditzy, shallow, bitchy. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Right? Her and the other girl, like drop drunk Marissa off on the doorstep and just leave her out on the sidewalk and like awful it's awful they just leave her there literally just leave her there Marissa Cooper your friends are awful but that does lead into one of my favorite parts as the like recurring thing throughout the entire series of of Ryan Atwood carrying her up in his arms in various states of aliveness inebriation (laughs) And be consciousness alive or dead yeah because i think it happens when spoiler when she dies too oh yeah this is gonna be full of spoilers if you haven't been watched years, the entirety of the oc like... we are not doing this spoiler free okay <laughs> but i think they use the same song don't they the into dust by mazzy star i think it's the yeah. same song they use as when he's carrying her out of the alleyway in tj yeah like but then i wonder is that also because he definitely carries her when she's dead too Oh, make, shit. We have to make a mental note of that and find out if that happens. Okay, so we're going to be t- keeping track. I mean, I also know they use that Imogen Heap song more than once. So possibly yeah. the OC is just recycling a lot of his music. Yeah. Which, fair, honestly. But that song and... Um, oh, 
I don't mean to just be diving right into music now. Um, Do it. So Into Dust by Mazzy Star and Honey in the Moon by Joseph Arthur, which plays when Sandy is driving uh, Ryan back to Chino Hmm. after Kirsten. After, okay, after they go to that party, they get into fistfights. Seth and Ryan come back home with black eyes and fairly drunk. Yeah. Um, And then Kirsten is like, you have to leave. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's who else we met in this whole situation was Kirsten Cohen. Well, I think it kind of set her up really well, too. Like, you can... Oh, for sure. Clearly happens to be rich, which Sandy Sandy says, you know, like, oh, it's nice when your wife has the money or whatever. Which kudos to Sandy Cohen for For, not caring that his wife makes significantly more money money than he does. When he's just like a, you know... Public defender. Public defender that surfs all the time. But you could tell that she Bless. was, like, struggling with it, too. Like, she didn't want to... She wasn't just that kind of bitchy Newport mom like Julie Cooper clearly is. Right. You could tell that she's had her back and forth and up and down and, like... Absolutely. Yeah. And she she cares, too. Like, she clearly feels bad for Ryan. Yeah. And doesn't really want to kick him out, but is also, like... Yeah. You've been here for one, one night, night, and already my son has come home drunk with a black eye, which has never happened in the yeah, because he's never entirety out. of this kid's life. <laughs> <laughs> so please leave. Oh, but it's so good that scene, and then he's cooking her bacon. Yeah. He's cooking the bacon for breakfast, and I'm just like, oh, Ryan Atwood. <laughs> oh, I forgot how much I loved him. Um, and in case anyone was curious, I do have a character type in Ryan Atwood, what is it? So. Well, so this was, so one of the notes that I made, speaking of just like diving into Ryan Atwood here, did Ryan Atwood invent hoodies and leather jacket? I don't know, but I think maybe he did. Because like now, I immediately think of like Jake Peralta. Yes, that's Andy what, I was exactly thinking about that as well. Which is like. Love it. It's a great look. <laughs> We're I'm both doing the little, like, the little, like, the, <laughs> oh, like, good side. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, but it's on, like, so many things now. Yeah. I think Ryan invented... I think Ryan I think Atwood may like, have invented this look. That's look, yeah. Like, it's all these people that we've seen. Jay Halstead, Chicago Fire, like, Chicago <sighs> PD. All of them. Yeah. All the Chicago shows, they all do it. But, yeah, I think... I think he invented, like, the super, like, hot guy. Oh, man, it's so good. Leather it's jacket. such a good look. Especially because none of them are like, you know, like super cool model, whatever. Like they're all just pretty sure that there is an episode of Supernatural where Dean Winchester (laughs) is wearing that exact getup also, which would have been after this. Right? Yeah. Shout out to hoodies and a leather jacket. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Totally. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just love him. Also, I love that it's mentioned that he's apparently just a genius. It's like, oh, you're in the ninety eighth percentile? What? Yeah. So of course you're a bad guy, bad guy, because you like grew up in Chino and had nothing, yeah. but like you're smart, and then like we'll turn your life around. Very cliche, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also his comment about reading that article about how by 2025 Social Security was going to run out and people were going to have to work until they were 80. The OC, how prescient was that comment? Like, <laughs> did you just predict the future? I think so. Because I think you did. <laughs> yet (laughs) but yeah yeah, that's kind of that was like you know the basic yeah the basic of the the pilot episode main story obviously ryan getting arrested yeah coming to stay with the cohen's getting kicked out at the very end sandy takes him back to his house his mom and 
her boyfriend have like completely gone in a day and a half have completely emptied that house and are just gone yeah right the episode ends with sandy saying come on yeah like, so obviously they're going back yeah <laughs> we have the start of a show now yes <laughs> <laughs> the b storyline was a little bit of kind of the, all of the marissa introduction i think yeah her as a character her family her alcoholism oh man which shows up right there at the front she's just show. like gu- guzzling Party. vodka yeah and then a lot of the side the i would say kind of like the c storyline was seth and summer right they set that seth up has been obsessed with summer since forever but his they've boat never is actually... named summer breeze <laughs> which spoken. okay p.s seth cohen i love you but naming your boat after a girl you've never spoken to is slightly <laughs> creepy <laughs> goodness and yeah it really just kind of puts a little bit of a little bit of everything out on the table mm-hmm. there yeah. for you and i also like the way that it gives you the sort of two sides of newport beach where it starts with the fashion show party mm-hmm. at this really fancy house with like i don't know where they're supposed to be is it a house or is like a venue I don't know. either yeah. way there's like a pool with a stone bridge over top of it that looks <laughs> like it's mimicking something in like venice yeah. or whatever and but then it's contrasted with the party that they go to afterwards that's hosted by Holly or whatever her name Some is. Girl. yeah. At another big house, but it's just, like, all the booze, all the drugs, girls dancing in bikinis. Threesomes like, in bathrooms. Threesomes in bathrooms, yes. <laughs> and it's just, like, clearly just kids with too much money having and, like, no wild parties. Responsibilities slash. Yep. It is also when yeah. we get the iconic, iconic line after <laughs> Luke punches Ryan Atwood out yep. into the sand and says, welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> Which has lived on for so long. So long. It's so good. And I feel so like it's good. one of those things now, like, there would be a show and it'd be like, welcome to blah, blah, bitch. Yes, and, like, exactly. It's, it's to the point where I think it's been long enough that, like, we would catch that, but other people wouldn't catch that because potentially we're old yeah. and, like, they're younger now. And they would True. just think, oh, it's a line. But we would be like, oh, my God, the OC. Yeah. Yeah. Truly iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in our with starting this new podcast we've kind of come up with a few little sections and things we always want to try and yeah. hit every time one random little trivia that I do want to throw out was that the pilot episode was directed by Doug Lyman okay. and for some people that might just be like cool but as like me hopefully as people who have listened to our other podcast you know that I've gone to film school uh, he's like a super famous director he directed Swingers oh okay and Go and the born identity. Oh, geez. So he he's like prime two thousand three. <laughs> Shit, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I think he like executive produced the show as well. Oh, okay. But I totally forgot that he directed the pilot. Nice. So yeah, I thought cool. that was really cool. Yeah. Also, um, I found on the little IMDb trivia that uh, this was the only episode that was um, shot on location, ah. and everything else was shot on set. Which makes sense. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Feel like it's most shows kind of do that to yeah. like but yeah suck you in shot on location <laughs> amazing and it's like visually it holds up pretty well like it clearly some of it i mean it could just like some of the fashion and like maybe like some of the cars or things like that right clearly says 2003 but other than that it's not like dated or aged. no like if we were watching something that was super 90s or 80s or older than that yeah yeah i mean aside from the fact that it was an standard definition and didn't actually oh my fit God, my entire TV. right? <laughs> I know. It was meant for square television. <laughs> uh, but going back to the fashion. 
Yep. My God. Because the scene with Marissa Cooper where she goes to answer the door when there's clearly some like FBI guys looking for her dad because he's embezzling or something. (laughs) And you get that that bit of her midriff, that bare midriff. Oh, yeah. Peak 2003. Yeah, because she had like sort of capri-ish pants But like super low rise. Yeah, low rise capri pants with then kind of a peasanty top Mm -hmm. midriff showing. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's wearing slip-on checked vans. Did you catch that? (laughs) (laughs) Which doesn't seem very Marissa Cooper, but perhaps they were just so ubiquitous in 2003 that everyone was wearing them. And I think that That actually might be the case. Especially in Southern California. That's fair. Just throwing that out there. Because I thought it was fun. Um, Yeah, and whatever Summer was wearing at that fashion show was... Everything that Summer was wearing the entire time. I mean, true. Any of the moments. Very true. Oh, and Luke's, like, little white necklace, the, like... The puka shells? That's or, the yeah. one, yeah. Oh, my God. I totally... Not that I forgot about it, but just, man, people wore that, and they wore it unironically. Yes. <laughs> Peak 2003. Oh, man. Okay, let's dive into some of our little... Yes. I'm trying yes. not to call them the categories, because that's the rewatchables, and we are not stealing other people's intellectual property we're really not our sections are little ideas let us know what we should call these yes please do um what was your favorite sethism of the episode obviously this is the first one there's not a lot we're gonna get you yeah it's gonna get in it's gonna be pretty like serious but because like i don't know if there was one that i would like call a sethism but i don't know i think that when he i really should knock to see if there's a threesome going on in the bathroom was pretty good. Yeah, I had because yeah, I had two, and that was one of them. So that one is wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really should learn to knock in case there's a threesome going on in the bathroom. And it's that pause. That's that's the classic yeah. like Seth like saying something. Yeah, and then being like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other was the one that I kind of like caught first when they first walk into the fashion show party, and obviously they've brought Ryan. He doesn't know any of this, and he's and Seth. What well, we kind of a learning is that Seth isn't like all of the other right. Newport Beach kids. And he just says, welcome to the dark side. Yes. Which I was that's like, also okay, a that's good one, yeah. But then it's also Ryan mirrors that when they go to the party and they walk in because Seth doesn't, because obviously Ryan's gone to parties, but Seth doesn't right. go to parties like, or do any of that. Ryan has been to parties where there are copious drugs being consumed. Drugs, like everything that it was. And then so he says it back to Seth being like, welcome to the dark side, right? Yeah. So I thought that was kind I of I also, like, I don't know when, like what time this was airing at but there are people very clearly snorting coke off of tables it was definitely like because you know how normally and like bongs like giant bongs because there's like the three usually the three shows at night right like for like prime time and it wasn't like it was the last show it was definitely like the that's what i'm thinking like what are the rules about showing drug usage Maybe because it was the summer and no one was around. Because it was maybe August. I was I very know. I was wondering about that because it <laughs> seems like the kind of thing like I feel like you could kind of get away with suggesting pot usage, but like there's literally somebody leaning over a table clearly snorting something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. Oh, man. Did you have anyone who you would deem to be the most annoying in this episode? I mean, I think it would have to be Summer. I picture too. Because Marissa's actually not super annoying in this episode. No, and I think it's more like trying to introduce just her in general as a character. Yeah. And Summer's so outside of the kind of like main circle of things. Yeah. 
and you know she's sloppy she, drunk oh i was gonna say the sloppy she's drunk she's like hanging all over ryan he's like like literally having to like push her arms off of him and you know as soon as they realize he's from chino she's just like ew and just so yeah, like that and chino, then ew. Ew. and like you know leaving her best friend oh yeah just on this like not a good look for summer and just yeah this episode. i just i was I mean, it Not very much also her. reminds me of, like, early seasons Brooke Davis in One Tree Hill, but, like, yeah. more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and she yeah. just has that very, like, annoying pitch to her voice. Yeah. You know? That I think she's clearly playing up for this particular Definitely. episode. But, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Summer Roberts has to take home. The award for most, most annoying, annoying person in this episode. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have to agree on the song of the episode. The OC in general is like the soundtrack of 2003 to 2007. Oh, yeah. And they actually put out official soundtracks of which I have three of them. Were there only three? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to investigate this. Yeah. But I definitely like listened to that season one first soundtrack oh. so much. And just now, like, me looking back at so much of the music that I listen to, it's pure OC. Oh, yeah. Like, they, I mean, and we'll get to this when it happens, but, like, they introduced Death Cab. I was going to say, they made Death Cab for Cutie Famous. Like, absolutely. Rooney, like, so, like. Yes. And that's that's one of the interesting things, I think, about this one and and One Tree Hill to a certain extent, which actually started at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I can sort of see how that happened. But, like, the music was such an important part. Yeah. Of the OC. So, I mean, we're always going to be talking about music. Yeah. But, I mean, I do think it has to be... The theme song. California. Because it's when you first get it. It really introduces everything. And it's just, like, the song continues. Yeah. It's still... I know, right? I still love it. I've been listening to these playlists since we came up with this idea. And I, like, immediately downloaded them and just... Because I one is like the the Seth Cohen starter pack or something. Oh god, that's and then so just good. like the OC complete everything. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, awesome. no that that soundtrack I listened to on repeat um, when I went to Hawaii with my family in grade twelve, <laughs> which is like also perfect because Hawaii still has that kind of like you know palm trees and sun and yeah. What year would grade twelve have been? Um, would that actually have been? It would have been around. I graduated in 2005. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, I think it would have been 2005. Yeah. yeah. Well, which makes sense because then it would have yeah. been in season two, but season one sounds like it would have would've been, been, it would've been 2004, yeah. 2005 because we went yeah. over New Year's. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, that always just brings me back, but it's just. Oh. This was the summer after I graduated university. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I was very That's much in I high school this while summer. this was happening. This was like my high school show. I was basically the same age as them, which, as we pointed out, apparently Marissa was born in 1988, so she's only a year younger than I yeah. am. Yeah. But then they all can drive. It's a weird little. Uh... High school shows have a way of fudging ages and timelines. Well, because they all start okay. when everyone's supposed to be 16. Right. In theory, because so they can drive. But yeah, some of the timing and like when they're going into, depending on when you're starting the year and when your birthday is, there's kind of that weird yeah. area. It's of, always like, a little hmm. strange. And then you're like, are they still supposed to be in high school? Like, why are they, haven't they graduated yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're going to let it slide. We're going to let it slide. Did you have a favorite Cali moment or like the most California 
I don't know if it's the most California moment, but I feel like the moment where Ryan wakes up in the morning and comes out of the pool house and sees like the infinity pool and just like the entire like house and everything that's going on around him is a good peak Cali moment just because for him it's also kind of like this is not the California I know. Yeah. And this is also how we know that we spend too much time together because I wrote that exact thing, same thing down almost word for word. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength here. You know, it yeah, happens. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, the one other little tidbit that we are going to probably do most episodes is the where are they now slash that person got famous, which I think clearly for has us to is go Shailene to Woodley. Shailene Woodley. Who ends up being relatively famous, despite my feelings. I mean, I know. But yeah, she like, is. I definitely I mean, had no idea. No, right? It's wild. Because in my head, like, every, I remember everyone starting to talk about her with the descendants, like that George Clooney. Yes. Weird Hawaiian something, yeah. whatever movie. Like, I remember going to see that and seeing her. And then obviously, like, she had the Divergent series, and now she's Big Little Lies. See, stuff. I didn't love her in Divergent. Yeah, because she was bad. Um. <laughs> I mean, to be f- yeah. to, like totally in her defense, at that point we had already had Jennifer Lawrence as Katniss, yeah, yeah, and like, no, yeah. no one's you are a poor man's Katniss. Sorry. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I do love Big Little Lies. So, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched. It's so good. Hmm. You you really should, even if it's just for Reese Witherspoon. Fair. Because Reese is wonderful always. 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 And it's so good. I actually haven't finished watching the second season because whatever. But first season is excellent. Anyway, now that we're off of that tangent, I also wanted to point out that, well, so there's a couple characters because it's the pilot episode Mm -hmm. whose actors change. Yeah. One of them is Caitlin Cooper, played by Shailene Woodley. She's played by, oh, now I don't remember her name. She comes back as somebody else in season three. So yeah. we'll talk about it in season three. We will. But anyway, she she ends <laughs> Willa, up changing. Willa, Willa yeah. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. We'll get to her later. Yeah. Um, but also, Ryan's brother, Trey, uh, ends up being acted by somebody else. Again, well, yeah, I don't know come, any of their names. He comes back as, like, a slightly larger character yeah. than just this plot device right. to like, start the, the show. Yeah. But the actor that plays him in this episode is actually in two episodes of Supernatural, <laughs> which I noticed when I looked up this guy to see who he was. And I was like, mm, you look familiar. I think you were in two episodes, which he totally was. So fun little tidbit for you. I will be here this whole time with your fun. This person was also in Supernatural, Supernatural. facts. It's been on for like 15 seasons. Inevitably, almost every single show I watch now yeah. has a character that I'm like, oh, you were in Supernatural. <laughs> Seems like an American Canadian like actor rite of passage at this yeah. point. Well, and because this was also the time just with all of the different teen shows, like all of those people. If you're on one CW show slash WB slash WGN slash whatever it's called now, like you were probably on another one as like something before you got your own show, or like so like yeah. everyone was always on whatever show was before their show came out. Absolutely, they were all just sort of like moving around. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, I feel like uh, just one more notable song of the episode yeah. was the Swing Swing, oh, All American Rejects. All American Rejects. Yeah. Banger. Yeah. Still a banger. <laughs> yeah. So just wanted to mention that one as well. 
We'll link you to a, a little. Uh, yeah, we'll put all the. We'll put all the songs in the show notes. Yes, because the music is a big part of this show. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so good. Oh, I can't even wait to watch episode two. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to keep going, and I was like, no, no, we have to, we have to do this. I know this was this whole plan of like how we were gonna do this, but then now it's like, oh, now I'm gonna have to control myself and not just binge this entire thing immediately, which is gonna be difficult i mean you can but you got to take notes oh it's a definitely note taking will happen <laughs> i'm excited because i have the dvds mm-hmm. so i, I want to see like what kind of dvd extras there are oh yeah yeah yes. <laughs> but it's also one of like the big fat dvd case well yeah because they could only fit like four episodes on a disc no i know but also like i don't know why they decided the case holding it needed to be gigantic because i have other cd like dvd Mm -hmm. sets that are like only like an inch this one is like because that's how it started two and a half inches they didn't know how to like make it smaller oh my god it's truly wild yeah i mean it's great because it actually the the spine of it is so big it actually manages to fit like a tiny cast photo yeah (laughs) Um, any other favorite moments of this episode? I'm looking at all my notes. I, we've definitely touched on everything I have written down. All right. I think feel... we mostly touched on what I have written down. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess one thing that we didn't throw out there just as part of like the setup was the whole Jimmy Cooper, Kirsten, oh, Kirsten. Cohen. Right. Because Seth makes a comment about how Marissa's dad and his mom almost got married. Yeah. And then they have a moment after the fashion show where they're like talking out in the yard because the Coopers have a dog, which I did not remember. Right? Right. Like, does that dog disappear? Like, it just... must. <laughs> and so clearly there's some background there. So like, that's going to have to like grow into yeah. a little something. Totally. Intrigue. Yeah. I also just feel the need to mention that the immediate friendship between Ryan and Seth just like warms my heart. Well, yeah, because I think coming in like Ryan is obviously he is an outsider to Newport Beach so when he gets there the first person first kid he meets is Marissa she's clearly one of those girls clearly and then the first time he sees Seth he's like in weird pajamas playing video games sitting on the floor (laughs) making awkward comments about Grand Theft Auto (laughs) (laughs) and so I think right away he can tell like he's not quite like these people or then like what do kids do here? And then he takes them sailing, which is a feeling like oh, no, none of the other like people would like kids would like go right. sailing. And you can just tell like he's more like Ryan than he is like them. Yeah. Which is why, you know, they sort of have their first fight at the party when dr- drunk Seth thinks that drunk Summer is like yeah, with Ryan. That, and Ryan yeah. is like, Ryan's sober at like, I feel like for most of it, you don't really ever see him. Yeah, well, I think he definitely has a drink at one point, but. A, I don't think he drinks very much. And also, B, I think you're meant to believe that Ryan Atwood can actually hold his liquor. Well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and, you know, so, like, Summer's all over him. So then, like, Seth thinks that something's happening there. And Ryan's trying to tell him no. And he's like, oh, whatever. But then the second that the classic Newport kids start picking on Seth. Yeah. And, like, literally picking him up and, like, trying to beat him up and stuff. Which Seth totally calls them out on for being a cliche. Even yeah. as he's, like, <laughs> hanging upside down in their arms. It's hilarious. Which is, that could go under the That is another Sethism. good Sethism. Yeah. But, like, Ryan jumps in to defend him and, like, tries to beat everyone up, which leads us to, you know, welcome, welcome to the OC, to the OC bitch, bitch and all stuff. And when they get back and they're, like, in the pool house talking and just kind of have that moment, like, Ryan has that, like, 
smile yes. and that look and it's just I like, was gonna say Ryan's fond little smile at yeah. rambling drunk, drunk Seth. Seth Cohen I was like what <laughs> what is happening right now it was so good my heart is so in this and Ryan Atwood I will love you forever yeah <laughs> and yeah so I th- that really just makes it and obviously like what continues to drive the show the relationship with Ryan and Sandy and then the relationship yeah. with Ryan and Seth absolutely and just having those type of people in his life and oh Ryan Atwood Seth Cohen is goals in so many ways <laughs> so many ways. so I think we're established also that I'm clearly going to be the falling all <laughs> over myself for Ryan Atwood side of things and Jet is going to be the Seth Cohen side of yeah, things yeah like I love Ryan but this is yeah we've and I love Seth but Ryan is just Ryan is my character kryptonite so yeah. <laughs> I mean, put Seth Cohen in a hoodie and a little jacket. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just, I love, I love the tragic sad boy. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I love the tragic tough guy exterior who's actually soft and gooey yeah. in the middle. It'll get me every time. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's wearing a leather jacket and a hoodie just, you know, seals the deal. Like, actually, like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a good look. I think he invented it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that is the premiere, the pilot. There's no yeah. kind of official no, title aside isn't. from premiere or pilot. Pilot. Episode of the OC. Hashtag 2003. Yep. We are super excited to get we into really episode. Are. Episode two, two. The Model Home. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so many things that are going to come up. I feel like every episode is going to be so jam-packed. I'm so ready for this. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm so excited to be revisiting this. So Awesome. Well, give us a shout, comment, rate and review, all those lovely things on iTunes or all of your favorite platforms. Hit us up on social media. Yes. Teenage Daydream Podcast on Instagram. Teen Dream Pod on Twitter. Yep. You can email us. Teenage Daydream Podcast at gmail.com. Excellent. Hit us up. Don't forget to check out our book podcast, another book on the shelf. You know. You know. Gotta plug our own things. It's fine. Absolutely. And thanks for coming to California with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>